The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. For me personally also... When my goals were about vanity and pure vanity, i.e. slim thick, like giving P with the P behind me, when that was my goal, when it was just about being slim thick, I could not find the energy or the inspiration or the motivation to get up because I didn't think I was ugly. So me wanting to improve my physical appearance was not enough of a reason for me to start doing something that I had so much anxiety towards starting. I didn't suffer because of the way I looked. So me making a goal of looking better did not do anything for me. It wasn't enough to get me in the gym. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the show. I'm your host Sensi and on this podcast we talk about taking accountability for your life to become the best version of yourself. I'm really excited about today's episode because it's going to be something that I never thought I would be talking about because I used to be a lazy couch potato and I heavily relied on my genetics for being skinny and having people assume I'm fit when I actually wasn't, but now I'm at a point where I actually work out and I do a lot of physical activity, and it's relative, okay, mind your business, but I do a lot more than I used to, and I'm very proud of myself, so today's episode is going to be for all of the lazy couch potatoes, you know, the aspiring fit girlies basically everybody who wants to start working out but you have absolutely no idea where to start the entire thing seems overwhelming and right now you're at the stage where you're basically a couch potato who scrolls on tiktok and watches all of the girlies with their cute gym outfits and then you save workouts you know for targeted areas like your glutes but you never go back to it because you never actually make it to the gym because the entire process is mentally overwhelming this is the episode for you okay now a few disclaimers a few disclaimers number one i am not no health nothing okay i am not no health um practitioner no medical nothing i'm not a personal trainer i'm not a fitness guru i'm not nothing of the sort okay don't sue me sue yourself okay i'm not claiming any of this this is not an episode that's going to go in detail about nitty-gritty you know like what to eat how many calories to consume what workouts to do how to pick a gym at It's not any of the technical, practical stuff yet, although there will be some practical things. It's basically overcoming all of the mental barriers and all of the stuff you overthink about that keeps you back 
and still has you operating as a couch potato, okay? And I'm speaking as somebody who was there myself, okay? All of this is from experience. And this is coming from somebody who procrastinated my health and fitness journey for about seven or eight years, since like sophomore year in college. I've been saying, you know, I want to work out, I want to be fit, I want to do da 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 da. And only this year have I been consistently working out and doing things that are catered towards my physical fitness, okay? That's the standpoint we're going to be addressing. So if you procrastinate a lot and you want to be, you want to actually use those workout videos that you have saved on TikTok, this is the episode for you. So the first thing we need to address is your mental blockages. What are your mental blockages about being fit or even your limiting beliefs or some of the things that you just believe that... You don't think it's a limiting belief or you don't think it's a problem, but because you think that it's holding you back and that's why you haven't actually started working out yet. For example, I used to think for that seven, eight year period, I used to think that the only way to start working out, the only way to be fit, the only way to start caring about your health is to go to the gym. And the gym was always intimidating for me because I felt like if I went, I would be one of those people that they recorded and I ended up on TikTok because I was doing some foolishness on the machines because I had no idea what I was doing, okay? The thought about that intimidated me, so I just always put it off or I tried to find people to go with me and if people's schedules didn't align, then I just didn't go. But because I thought that was the only way to start, you know, focusing on my health and my physical fitness, then it held me back and I did absolutely nothing. And I use that because that's a thinking pattern that a lot of us have and it holds us back. And we'll get to some solutions in a second. But what are your limiting beliefs? Do you think the gym is the only way you can work out? Are you afraid of the gym because you don't know what to do? Is it, is it the calorie stuff? Because, oh my God, it was that for me. It was that for me. Like the whole counting calories thing, counting protein grams of protein, having to track all of that. Personally, I I don't do that now. And the thought of that is very overwhelming. I have no desire to do that. But I thought I had to do that in order to be a true fitness girly, you know, a true fitness person. I thought I had to do that. I don't do that now, okay? I don't do it now. It might be more beneficial if I were to do it. I don't know. It, it depends on your goals. And we'll get to that in a second. It depends on your goals, but you don't actually have to do most of these things. Some of these people, I don't know if they train in for like World War Three or their, um, what's the, the, the competition where they compete for muscles? I don't know. I forgot what it's called, but I don't know if they do that. Like people have different reasons that causes them to do all of this protein counting and calorie counting etc and you don't absolutely have to do these things if you don't want to I certainly don't okay I certainly don't for something as intimidating to most as starting your fitness journey as starting going to the gym or starting working out if it intimidates you you need to stop worrying about or concerning yourself about all of these things And you need to start by doing the absolute bare minimum. When I say bare minimum, I say, I mean bare minimum, okay? You want to start developing the habit before you overwhelm yourself with all of these different parts of the the, the process, okay? And it's been a year for me consistently working out and I still don't do any of that because it's it's just not that serious for me and my goals. It's just not, okay? So I don't do it and if I had to 
have it in the front of my mind that, oh, I, I need to know how to count calories and how much do I need and ca calorie surplus and deficit and all of this stuff. If I, if I kept thinking about that, this episode would never happen. I would still be a couch potato. I would still be very limp. Okay, I would have no muscles. I, I would never have gotten this far, okay? So I'm telling you, you need to identify what are all of these mental things that are, that are blocking your mind. Even um, the, the, the outfits, the fitness outfits, like the workout sets, even that, I, over, I, I, I was overthinking that. I was like, okay, where do I get it from? What does all of this mean? Because, you know, there's all of this fancy terminology, all of this... Um, wearable technology like compression this compression that some of it might make sense to you depending on your field what you do your exposure to fitness and all of that for somebody like me who has no exposure i don't know what any of this stuff means okay i don't understand the wick the the breathable this the breathable that i don't understand why this is necessary i don't understand why what's huggable i don't understand what type of leggings are squat proof I don't even fully know what that means. I don't know what any of that means. But I was trying to figure out which brand I should shop from. Where should I get the cute sets from? You know, how to look cute while working out. Da -da 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 -da. Even that held me back. Okay, clearly you can see I'm one of those people who feels like I need to have all of the information before I start doing something. So that in itself was a problem. Okay, also <laughs> in terms of like, your fitness attire let me just say this i i have like one thing from lululemon i'm saying this because i know lululemon is popular people are trying to you know be lululemon girlies have all of the sets but those sets are expensive ever since i started working out i've realized that those fitness sets are expensive y'all are crazy with some of these prices it's like you mean to tell me I procrastinated all of these years just getting off my couch and getting up. And now that I'm at a point where I want to get up, leggings cost $118. A sports bra costs $70, $80. Let's be realistic. Let's be realistic. Because I know that branding will get you, you know, the Lululemons, the Aloe, the da 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 And I have some of them, but... I have realized that, number one, it's not that serious. It is not that serious. Now that I think about it, in all of the Pilates classes I have been to, I do not pay attention to anybody's workout set. I don't. I am just trying not to die, okay? If they have a nice color that I like, you know, I'll just be like, oh, that's a cute set, and I'll look for something similar, but it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. If you want to get the sets from Shein, by all means, get them from Shein. If you want to get them from Lululemon because you're, you you have it like that, then get everything from Lululemon or Aloe or whatever. I have, I, I'll be honest with you, most of my sets, <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> Amazon and some stuff I got from Fashion Nova years ago and because I got them on sale. It's honestly, it's not that serious. And another thing, you don't need 50 pairs. I used to think that, oh, you know, I need 50, I need like at least 20 pairs of leggings. I need to mix and match. And that was holding me back because I was like, eh, I don't want to keep wearing the same thing. It's not that deep. It's not that deep. I have like 
three leggings that I recycle. Because I go to Pilates one to two times a week. I don't even follow the same schedule. So it's like when I go, I don't even see the same people. You're not even going to see the same people. And then think about it. Do you remember the sets people wore? Do you remember the sets you've seen people with in the gym working out or like anywhere? Unless they post it on social media. Like, no, you don't. So it's not that deep. Don't let that hold you back. Okay. And then also anxiety about being you, like you are nervous, you like you just the, 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 the idea of walking into a new gym and not knowing what you're doing can be very intimidating. OK, and I don't have the experience of walking into a gym yet, but I have the experience of walking into a Pilates studio and bar and yoga and all of these other things. And yeah, I, I, I was a little anxious at first, but then I realized that. I am not the only beginner. You will almost always never be the only beginner. And then also a lot of people, like almost everybody's focusing on themselves. Like they're focusing on themselves and their own gains and not even that concerned about you. Some people will help you. If you go to like studio classes, um, like group classes, like Pilates, the instructors will come around and help you. So or you can get a personal trainer for the gym or just ask somebody there. It's like. When, once you get there, I realize it's not as intimidating as you thought it would be when you were on your couch at the point where you were so scrolling through TikTok, just saving workouts and not doing anything. It's not that intimidating once you actually get there. And the thing is, even if you go, you do the workout and you suck, quote unquote, like you, you, you clearly were not the strongest you could have been. You still, you still feel very good and very proud of yourself because you did it. You actually left, right? Especially when you keep going. You actually feel so proud of yourself. You feel very accomplished. So I say all of that to say you have to first address your mental blockages. You have to first address all of the things that are holding you back mentally. What are you afraid of? What are you overthinking? Is it being new? Is it the outfits? Is it not knowing the workouts? Are you concerned about your form when you get there? Are you scared? Like you don't know which gym to pick. You're scared of being a newbie. You're scared of looking stupid or something like, or you think the gym is the only way to work out and not other things, which we'll get into later. Um, but like, I want you to take a second, take a piece of paper, pause the episode before we get any further. And I want you to jot down all of those limiting beliefs, all of these mental blockages, all the things you overthink about, little, big or small, right? The calorie deficit, the eating, the diet, having to... I used to think I had to um, meal prep. I have to have my meal preps ready and my meals ready. And here's the thing. I know this is going to annoy some people because I'm. I'm it's like the way things work in society because I'm skinny I'm not supposed to talk about this because it's just naturally going to offend somebody but we have our own problems too okay for me because of my genetics I am naturally very skinny and I was concerned about working out because I knew I had to get my meals and my meal prep ready because sometimes I can be I can starve myself just because I'm lazy, just because I didn't feel like making anything. And I'm fine with that. Right. But my thing was, I thought if I was working out, then I have to make sure I meal prep or I have enough meals ready to, you know, take in some calories because I was burning some while I was working out because I knew if I didn't eat properly while I started working out, I would disappear. 
I knew I would disappear. I'm telling you. Because for me personally, and I know a lot of people have the opposite problem, but I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about me, okay? Because my feelings matter too. But for, and all the skinny girls understand, it's like, if I don't eat, I will evaporate. And being underweight is unhealthy too, okay? Because there's nothing cute about being fatigued and having no energy because you have no fat. You have no meat on your bones, okay? So there, there are problems associated with being extremely underweight as well. And that was my thing. So I was overthinking working out because I was like, I need to get my meals right. I need to make sure I have enough meals prepared for when I'm working out because I will literally evaporate. So... I felt like I had to get the meal prepping in order first before I could ever start working out and blah, 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 and blah, 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 blah. I'm telling you, it could be a lot depending on your body type, depending on your lifestyle. There's a lot of different reasons that are blocking you from starting to work out and staying fit. And it's not as simple as just being afraid of going to the gym or just procrastinating. There are a lot of things that are holding you back, whether or not you realize it, okay? Now, so that's the first part. Identify your mental blockages. Pause this episode and write all of them down. All of the things you overthink, all of the things you think you have to get done before you start working out. Pause this video, make a list of all of them, okay? The second piece is what exactly are your fitness goals? What exactly are your fitness goals or your goals with working out? I say this because not all of us want the same thing. Some people, like I said, some people are competing, okay? So they have to have all of these muscles. That is not my, that is not my objective. I have no desire to look like the female version of Hulk. So I know I don't need to go that hard in the gym. You see what I'm saying? So when I'm looking for inspiration or something for workouts online or something i'm not going to necessarily take advice from the people who look extremely buff because that's not my cup of tea that's not my portion okay i want lean and toned lean and toned so because i know what my goals are it's easier to find um resources to help me achieve those goals but i digress what are your fitness goals for me personally also when my goals were about vanity and pure vanity, like in that seven, eight year period when I was procrastinating and not doing a damn thing, when my goals were about vanity, i.e. slim thick, okay, mind your business, mind your business. When I was just trying to be slim thick, you know, like giving P with the P behind me, in other words, you know, just hourglass, you know, slim thick, you know, that was, that, that was, that was my goal. That was my goal. And it was all about being summer body ready. That was that that was that was it for me. That was it for me. When that was my goal, when it was just about being slim thick, I could not find the energy or the inspiration or the motivation to get up. I never went. I never I never even bought workout clothes when my goals were purely based on vanity. Never. Why? Because for me personally okay because sometimes this is enough for other people but i'm talking about me here for me personally that was never enough because i didn't think i was ugly i'm just being let's, let's be honest i didn't think i was ugly so me wanting to improve my physical appearance was not enough of a reason for me to start doing something that i had so much anxiety towards starting right 
I, I didn't, I didn't have, and I'm not saying that to brag or be full of myself, but it like genetically I'm skinny. I never struggled with like being overweight and you know how, and, and that's probably because of how society looks at things. Right. So to me, it's like, I felt like my physical appearance was fine. So me wanting to just slightly improve it a little bit in the back <laughs> was never enough to get me up and get me, you know, in the gym. I, I, I didn't suffer because of the way I looked. So me making a goal of looking better did not do anything for me. It wasn't enough to get me in the gym. It, it wasn't enough. It, it simply wasn't. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. Some of y'all look fine, okay? Some of y'all look fine. Your physical appearance has never been a hurdle in your life, okay? Your physical appearance has never been a hurdle in your life. It has opened doors for you. So if you say, okay, I just want to look finer, sometimes that's just not enough to get you to do something that just seems so labor-intensive and also painful, right? Like going to the gym, building muscle, it's not an enjoyable experience, okay? It's, it's, it's more of discipline than anything because... The first Pilates class I took, the first time I went to solid core, I was sore for three days. You think you think you you think if I cared about how I looked, I would have went back? Absolutely not, because I wasn't struggling, I wasn't suffering, right? So that's what I'm saying. You need a goal that is strong enough to actually get you to move, get you to actually do something. So, and I'm just I'm just saying I'm just giving you all my perspective to let you know that sometimes just changing your the way your body looks is not enough, okay? Like some people, the reason they end up going to the gym and being consistent is because of, for whatever reason, they would have died otherwise, right? Like if you have to choose between life and death, now it seems like an easier choice to go to the gym because obviously you want to be alive, right? But if you, you know, if you, if you look fine, if your body isn't stopping anything, if you still have momentum, regardless of whether or not you go to the gym, it's like having a goal just to look better it's not going to get you in the gym. It's not going to get you working out. It's not, you're not going to care, okay? That's why I give that example. So if your goal is purely vanity, if it's all about looking cute in the new year, you might, you might get the cute set. You might go for once or twice in the gym just to be like, you know, new year, new me, whatever, and then that's it, you're done. So I would challenge you to look beyond surface-level things. Some people... You know, like sometimes heartbreak does get them in the gym because it's like, you know, pride, ego. You want to say F you to somebody who turned you down. I'm not saying necessarily use that because it's still, it's like making somebody else your driving force. It's like making revenge your driving force, okay? We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Because what if you do all that and they don't care? You see what I'm saying? Like, it, it, don't do it for other people. It has to be for you, but it has to be deeper than just looks because looks... Again, if you're not struggling in the physical department, it's not going to be enough to keep you there, okay? You might go once or twice if you end up going at all. So look beyond the surface and get like a serious reason that you want to work out. And then also after you get like your why, you have to define what are your fitness goals exactly. Why do you want to work out? Um, like what do you want to achieve with this workout? Or what do you want to achieve by working out? Let me give you my example in my personal life so this makes sense, okay? So 
the bigger meaning, my big why of finally starting to work out and not be a lazy couch potato is because I shifted my perspective. I shifted my focus and I said, okay, I want to start working out because I want to be the type of person who cares enough about my health that I am fit. I want to be the type of person who moves my body. I want to be the type of person who says I am disciplined enough to be working out. I want to do this as a form of self-love, as a form of discipline, and to prove to myself that I can do this, right? If you've ever listened to one of my episodes and while I was talking, you just started reflecting on your own life and thinking of how what I'm saying applies to you, then my question is why stop there? I use my experiences to help you see the process of becoming the best version of myself and to also hold you accountable to your own growth. But I can't tell you what the best version of you looks like. You should be the one to define that for yourself. So I created journals with prompts to help you with self-discovery, self-reflection, assessing your relationships, healing and reinventing yourself. So if you want to do more than just listen to the podcast, but actually start working on your own life, then go to secludedthoughts.com slash journals. I will also leave the link in the description below. Now back to the episode. To me, it was about health. The health came first because I prioritize my health. It's like a, it's very important to me. It's like a core value of mine. I watch what I eat. I don't consume a lot of stuff that is unhealthy. Like I won't go into like all of my health stuff, but for me, when I made health a core value of mine, I had to start embodying that in every aspect of my life, right? So when I got to the physical fitness part, I realized I wasn't doing anything. So then I was like, okay, I need to do something. I want to just move my body. My goal started off with saying, I want to move my body. That's it. That's it. That was my only goal, to move my body. I'm so serious. My only goal was to move my body. That's how I started off. I made it very simple. And I actually started working out by walking, not going to the gym and not Pilates. I started walking, um, just finding walking trails because I just wanted to move my body. And when I started walking, I realized that I actually loved it. And then I could say, you know, I, I, I do exercise, I walk. And I like the fact that I could say I exercise by walking, even if it wasn't going to the gym, you know? I liked the fact, like all of the, the effects or the results from that, like feeling proud of myself, being consistent with, with um, some type of physical activity, you know, the effects it had on me, when I realized it also helped my mental health, like it also helped me be present or it was a good um, medium for me to think and clear my mind and just, you know, be with my thoughts. It, it was like a good meditation practice. When I started seeing all the positive results from that, that's when I started building off um, into other things. Um, but we'll get to that in a second. So my goal started with moving my body. And with moving my body, I started walking. Then I broke it down into separate goals. When I said, okay, what do I want to achieve with my physical fitness um, journey, my routines? Why do I want to work out? 
number one, I said, physically, I want to get toned. I want to get toned and I want to build more muscle. I want to be stronger. To me, it wasn't about having a specific body type. To me, it was about being able to carry both of my sisters. I have twin sisters who are five years old and they, they, I don't know where they think strength comes from, but they seem to think I have a lot of it. Okay. And the thing about twins, it's like, when you do one thing with one, you have to do it with the other. So when I carry one, the other one wants me to carry her too. And I could only carry one of them at a time. And it's like, when I pick one up, the other one is upset. So I have to put them down and take turns. And I was like, you know what? I want to be able to carry both of them. Now, obviously that's not, that's going to stop at some point. Okay. Cause they are getting older and so am I. But my goal was, I want to be able to carry both of my sisters at the same time. Now, do I carry both of them now? Yes. Do I carry them around, you know, with good posture and everything like Hulk? Absolutely not. But I can carry both of them now. And I did not, I wasn't able to carry both of them at the same time before. That's just a personal goal. That's not going to resonate with everybody. But what I'm saying is I, I had to remove all of the, you know, make it about my physical appearance. I had to find deeper reasons to want to be fit or to want to have a fitness journey, whatever that may look like, okay? So after I said my overall goal was to just move my body and not be a lazy couch potato, I broke it down further. I said, physically, I want to look, I want to look toned, I want to build muscles, and I want to just look like a better version of myself. So I'm already skinny. I want to just, you know, tighten up a little bit look more refined okay look more sculpted and then I said I also want to socialize with new people I want to be able to meet new people and use my physical fitness journey as a form of socializing as well so why is that important because now when you have your goals clearly defined you can start picking activities that will help you achieve those goals. So when I said I just wanted to move my body, I picked the very simplest form of working out, quote unquote, which was walking. So I started walking. I started just looking up random walking trails. And to this day, that's still what I do. I look up random walking trails nearby or wherever, and I just drive to it and I walk. I just, I just walk as, as far as I, I need to. As far as the trail goes, I just walk. And that satisfies my goal of moving my body, but also meditating, clearing my mind, being with my thoughts and praying, right? So it, it helps me mentally too. So walking completed, walking achieved my goal of all of these things. Then the goal of being toned, I looked into different activities to help with that. And I started using... Um, and then I started doing Pilates because I looked up the before and after pics of the girlies who did Pilates and I was impressed and I was like, okay, sign me up. So I started doing Pilates and that has helped. I do look more toned. I am stronger. If I wasn't wearing this sweater, for those of you watching, I would show you all my muscles, but I don't want to intimidate y'all. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, I do, I have achieved that goal that obviously as I keep going, I'm looking more toned, you know, by the class period. Okay. And then I also said I wanted to use my fitness journey as a means of socializing. That's why I started playing tennis because tennis is like, uh, it's a competitive sport, meaning you have to play with somebody else or play against somebody else. And 
in tennis so far, I, I always meet people when I go. I actually take tennis lessons. So I actually take the classes and I'm learning the foundations and the basics. I didn't just go to a court because you still need somebody to play with you. So right now I'm learning how to play it. And every class, I always meet new people. I always socialize with people. It's very fun. It allows me to meet people I don't know. And, you know, just put myself out there and not, um, like, be in the house all the time. Like, do something where I meet people, but it's not for work. You know, it's, like, purely social. It's purely fun. It's competitive. It, there's also a physical component there because you're running around, you're playing, you're learning a new sport. So... That's why I started playing it because I wanted a social aspect. That's why your goals, that's why having clearly defined goals for working out is important. It's not just about your physical physique or your physique in general. You can create other goals and find other activities that will achieve those goals or will meet, meet those needs that you have. Okay, so it's not all about just going to the gym. Don't pigeonhole yourself with thinking in order to be a fitness girly, you have to go to the gym. You don't. Have clearly defined goals and then pick activities that will help you with that. It's not just all about the gym. Which brings me to my third point. Explore other activities outside of the gym, please. That was my biggest hurdle, thinking that if I want to work out, it has to be in a gym. I have to be a gym girly in order to be a fitness girly. That is absolutely false. That is absolutely false. If the gym intimidates you so much, don't go. Start doing something else and then build up your endurance and your confidence in yourself as somebody who works out and then go to the gym. Or you can fight through it. That's fine. But what I'm saying is I spent like seven, eight years trying to fight through it. I had to do other things <laughs> to build my way up to going to the gym. So that's all I'm saying. You could do either one. But choose the path of least resistance, okay? If it's that overwhelming for you to go to the gym right now, try a group class or a fitness studio activity like Pilates or yoga or something else. But make sure it's tailored to whatever your goals are and start there. Because I'm telling you, if I had to, if I told myself the only way to work out was to go to the gym, I would still be a couch potato whose only physical activity was getting up and going to the fridge. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. So don't do that to yourself, okay? Explore other avenues. I told y'all I do all of these other things and I still haven't stepped foot in a gym yet, okay? It's part of my list, but I made it like the last thing. I found enjoyment through working out in stuff that I thought was more exciting and helped me achieve other goals and now it's like, because I like working out, because I like the idea of being fit, because I've gotten comfortable with it, now the gym seems more manageable, you know? And I'm also, if I'm being honest with y'all, I'm also going to start going to my apartment gym before I go to an actual gym because that's more convenient to me. And I'm already paying for the amenities, so I might as well go. But eventually, I will get a gym membership. But again, I'm building myself up to it. You see what I'm saying? Don't. If you don't have to throw yourself into something, if it's not necessary, if it's that big of a jump for you, okay? I'm not going to sit here and tell you, oh, just fight through it. Just go to the gym. You can do that. That's cool. That's cute. Somebody else can tell you that. I'm sure there's other videos. Let's work our way up to it. Let's find more things that we enjoy, but also keep us fit. 
okay? And let's address the elephant in the room because some of these things can be very expensive to start or to even try all these cl these classes. I understand there's a, you know, a monetary component here and I'm not going to graze over that. So let me tell you how I address that. And this video is not sponsored by the way, but I have been using this since the beginning of the year and in my opinion so far it's a lot better than going through the studios directly okay so i use classpass if you don't know what it is classpass is an app that allows you to basically sign up for a membership and i believe they have like a free trial um for 30 days or i think now it's two weeks where you can start the trial and try a bunch of different studios for free basically but i think you can only go once so you cannot start going to say solid core and then do four classes in that month for free you can only take one um solid core class because you have to like in the trial you basically trying different things right you're testing out the app but you're not actually <laughs> going to the same um, studio more than once so that's um something i realized when i was doing it but and again, this is not sponsored, but let me tell you about my experience because that's what helped me, okay? So I started using ClassPass, I think, in February because I wanted to start um, I wanted to start working out and taking a group fitness class, but I didn't know what to do because I'd never done anything before. So when I was looking at different studios, because I was looking at TikToks and looking at where people go for Pilates and all this other stuff and bar, I didn't know what none of them were, but I wanted to try it. When I went to the studio's website directly, they were very expensive. They were very expensive and quite frankly, I did not want to get a membership at the studio if I had never tried it before and I had no, no idea what I was getting myself into. So then I discovered ClassPass from somebody on TikTok who recommended it and I joined and it allowed me to look at all of the... Um, or most of the fitness studios in my area. And I did the trial. At the time I did the trial, it was 30 days. I think now it's only two weeks. But if you use my referral code, which I will leave, it's not sponsored, but I think with the referral code, you get um, a longer trial period than if you just go straight to the website. So I'm just trying to help you all out. So I did the trial. I had 30 days and in 30 days, I think I tried four or five studios also the thing about class pass too it's not just um fitness there's also nail salons on class pass so you can get your nails done there's also facial places there's also like med spas and there's places you can get massages so there's beauty there's there's cryotherapy there's lymphatic drainages there's ice What's, what's, I think that's cryotherapy. There's saunas. There's like a bunch of like all, think health, wellness, and beauty in one app. So basically the businesses, they go on the app and they allow you to use credits. You pay for credits and then the credits, you use the credits to pay for the different services offered based on how much it is. And I think the businesses set the prices. So that's how it works. So in my trial, I tried like some beauty things I got a facial and then I tried those three studios and then after that I was like absolutely because when I realized that I liked solid core I was like okay let me go on the solid core website 
to get a membership. Girl, those memberships were expensive. Those mem, because I've seen people on TikTok talking about okay, the Pilates girlies don't tell you how expensive it is to do Pilates. Sweetheart, it's called Class Pass. It is called Class Pass. Okay, right now I think I pay like forty nine dollars a month, and I get a certain amount of credits, and that takes me. That gives me one to two Pilates classes per week, depending on my schedule for the month, okay, for $49. And then I was previously on the $89 a month trial where it gives me, I think, 60-something credits. But with that, I was doing the same one to two Pilates classes, plus I was getting massages. You, you see what I'm saying? So it's like that app, I still use it now. Again, it's not sponsored, but that's that's what I actually use. So I use it for like all of my fitness stuff. I use it for going to Pilates. And then if I feel sore after a while for going, from going to Pilates, then I will book a massage on ClassPass because I'm already paying for the credits. Um, and then I'll do that. So that's, how I, that's what I do. That's how I make it affordable for me. That's how I ended up trying all of these classes without paying the membership fees with, through the studios directly. You can go through the studios because I think um, one of the cons is that when you use ClassPass, the people who have direct membership with the studios, they get, like, they get to pick first. So they can book their classes at any point but class pass i think you can only book a week in advance so you if it's friday you can book your classes through next friday but you cannot book saturday until saturday you, i hope that makes sense so like if you have the actual membership you get first picks but like i feel like it's it's still worth it for me because i i get the classes that i want to go to so I would highly recommend ClassPass again for the millionth time. It's not sponsored, but that's what I actually use. That what that's what makes Pilates more affordable for me because I'm not paying three hundred dollars a month. <laughs> I'm not paying three hundred dollars a month, and then also if I want a massage, also paying extra for a massage. Nah, I'll pay the ClassPass um, membership, and then I'll get my. I will get a pedicure if I need to. I'll get my massages and I will get um, my Pilates classes four to eight times a month. So for those of you who are considering it, I just wanted to address that, the financial piece, because there are ways where you can start going to Pilates and these fitness studios or doing yoga, stuff like that, without paying crazy membership fees. I'm not trying to block the businesses, but again, I'm looking out for your pockets and mine. So... I would recommend ClassPass. Again, I will leave my referral in the description. Try it for free. It's free. Your trial is free. You can try the studios for free. Um, try it. See if you like it. If you don't, at least you didn't pay for it, okay? If you do, then you can get the membership depending on what you want, and you can start working out. You can be a Pilates girly if that's, what you, if that's, your, if that's your cup of tea, and it's significantly cheaper than getting the membership on the actual site. And a tip you know, that I would recommend as well um, to build off of what I just said is to start small. Do not start by saying, like, if you want to start walking, don't start by saying, I want to walk 10 miles. Relax. Okay, relax. Start small. Start with a very small goal. Find a way to make it enjoyable if you're doing a walk. Don't even have a goal of reps. Just have a, a goal of going. If it's like, if you want to start with a studio class, just just you can try class pass so it's free and then just have the goal to go 
just go and do your best if it's yoga just if it's hot yoga just try not to die right very minimal don't walk in there thinking you're going to be the next yogi or whatever the people are called just 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 have a goal not to die okay very simple very minimal you want to have something that just gets you through the door okay please relax it if you're starting with the gym relax with the 10 sets of this and the four sets of 17 and the, the five sets of five and all relax just go just go okay just go and do the bare minimum because the point here is to get into the habit of going okay not to be hulk not to be no superstar not to be no olympic athlete okay you just want to go okay you have been a couch potato all of your life let's start small okay let's just try not to die let's just go okay i'm being very realistic very simple that's how i started and then when i when i built the habit of being consistent by walking and not having no walking goal just walking and just living in my mind just daydreaming listening to music listening to affirmations when i developed the consistent routine of just walking and I felt good about myself, then I was like, okay, let me start Pilates, you know, because clearly I'm a fitness girly already, I walk, let me, you know, let me, let me add some strength training to my routine, that's what you want to do, you want to start very small, very bare minimum, just to say you're doing something, and then as you start building your consistency, as you start getting comfortable, as you start feeling yourself, Add in a different component. Add in one of these other goals, okay? Let's be realistic. I don't like that word, but I feel like it's necessary in this conversation because, I don't know, unless you played a sport when you were young and you're just naturally disciplined and you always move your body, if you're a couch potato, if you're a former couch potato like I am or you're trying to not be, let's be realistic, okay? Just go and don't die, okay? That's how we're going to start off. So that is all of the tips that I have for you today. I hope this was helpful. I hope it wasn't intimidating. I hope I addressed a lot of your mental blockages. I certainly address all of mine. Like literally, I struggled with like everything I mentioned in this episode. And I'm telling you, if I can do it, literally anybody can. Seven, eight years, seven or eight years, I procrastinated moving my body. And now only this year, but for the entire year, only this year, I have been consistently working out, doing something at least twice a week. At least twice a week. I started once a week with just walking. And now we have walking, we have Pilates, we have tennis. Okay? Consistently. And we're adding the gym. If I can do it, please, please, you can do it. Okay? Just start with the goal of not dying. Start with the goal of not dying. Utilize um, class pass. Utilize the trial and try as many of the, the, the studios that you can. They also have gyms on there. It's, it's going to vary by your area, okay? Because it's based on what's available to you, wherever you live. So you might have more options or less options than I do in Atlanta. But there's a lot of things on there. So if you've been wanting to get into the rave of Pilates or maybe bar or cycling or yoga or 
whatever dance there's a there's like a bunch of things on there i just only care about pilates at this point so i don't do anything else but i tried a lot of them so if you want to get into these things and it's expensive and you don't want to pay for it until you know you actually like it try it on class pass try it in your trial if you don't like it then you don't like it so this i hope this was helpful to my aspiring fitness girlies i hope this helps you retire the crown of being the couch potato and start working out even if it means just walking i want you to be able to say you are the type of person who works out regardless of what type of workout you do i want you to be able to say i am the, i am i work out i am the type of person who's disciplined enough to work out i care about myself and my body and my health enough to be to be disciplined enough to work out I want you to be able to say that about yourself in 2024 or even at the end of 2023 or whatever year you are watching this, okay? So I hope these tips help you stop procrastinating like they helped me. And yeah, if you like this episode, please share it with a friend or like the video on YouTube. Leave a five-star rating if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, and yeah, that's all I ask. If you like it, show some love so I can reach more people and... Yeah, that's all I have to say today and I will talk to you next Sunday.